Chapter 23 How El fled the abbess, and one of her nuns were cured. But though our man of God was thus secluded from mankind, yet he did not cease from working miracles and curing those who were sick. For a venerable handmaid of Christ, El fled by name, who, amid the joys of virginity, devoted her motherly care and piety to several companies of Christ's handmaids, and added to the luster of her princely birth the brighter excellence of exalted virtue, was inspired with much love towards the holy man of God. About this time, as she afterwards told the Reverend Hereford, presbyter of the church of Lindisfarne, who related it to me, she was afflicted with a severe illness and suffered long, insomuch that she seemed almost at the gates of death. The physicians could do her no good, when, on a sudden, the divine grace worked within her, and she by degrees was saved from death, though not fully cured. The pain in her inside left her, the strength of her limbs returned, but the power of standing and walking was still denied her, for she could not support herself on her feet, nor move from place to place, save on all fours. Her sorrow was, therefore, great, and she never expected to recover from her weakness, for she had long abandoned all hope from the physicians. One day, as she was indulging her bitter thoughts, she turned her mind to the holy and tranquil life of the Reverend Father Cuthbert, and expressed a wish that she had in her possession some article that had belonged to him. For I know and am confident, said she, that I should soon be well. Not long after this, there came a person who brought with him a linen girdle from St. Cuthbert. She was overjoyed at the gift, and perceiving that heaven had revealed to the saint her wish, she put it on, and the next morning found herself able to stand on her feet. On the third day, she was restored to perfect health. A few days after, one of the virgins of the same monastery was taken ill with a violent pain in the head, and whilst the complaint became so much worse that she thought she should die, the venerable abbess went in to see her. Seeing her sorely afflicted, she brought the girdle of the man of God to her, and bound it round her head. The same day the pain in the head left her, and she laid up the girdle in her chest. The abbess wanted it again a few days after, but it could not be found either in the chest or anywhere else. It was at once perceived that divine providence had so ordered it, that the sanctity of the man of God might be established by these two miracles and all occasion of doubting thereof be removed from the incredulous. For if the girdle had remained, all those who were sick would have gone to it, and while some of them would be unworthy of being cured, its efficacy to cure might have been denied, whereas their own unworthiness would have been to blame. Whereof, as I said before, heaven so dealt forth its benevolence from on high, that when the faith of the believers had been strengthened, all matter for detraction was forthwith removed from the malice of the unrighteous. Chapter 24 Of his prophecy in answer to the same Elfled, concerning the life of King Egfrid and his own bishopric. At another time, the same Elfled, who was a most holy virgin and mother of the virgins of Christ, sent for the man of God, adjuring him in the name of our Lord that she might be allowed to see him and to speak about certain things of importance. He therefore entered with the brethren into a ship and went over to an island which is situated in the mouth of the river Coquette, from which it received its name. The island was also remarkable for the number of its monks. The abbess, 
who had requested him to meet her in this island, when she had enjoyed his conversation for some time, and the man of God had answered many questions that she put to him. On a sudden, in the midst of his conversation, she fell at his feet and adjured him, by the terrible and sacred name of our heavenly king and his angels, that he would tell her how long her brother Egfred would live and govern the English nation. For I know, she said, that you abound in the spirit of prophecy, and that, if you are willing, you are able to tell me even this. But he, 